0: Views expressed by speakers are their own and may not necessarily represent the views of the IMS. Hello, I'm Dr. Marla Shapiro, and I sit on the Board of Trustees of the International Menopause Society, and today I'm joined by Dr. Lisa Larkin. Lisa, for all our women who are out there, tell them who you are, because I'm pretty impressed with what you do. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Dr. Shapiro. I'm really happy to be here. So I'm Dr. Lisa Larkin. I'm a women's health internist in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I practice clinically. I'm also very honored to sit on the board of trustees of the North American Menopause Society, and I'm president-elect for the upcoming year.
0: So for women who are out there, you know, right now, we've seen the importance of evolution. For example, When I first started practicing medicine, the only way to detect cervical cancer was through a pap, but now we've learned so much about human papillomavirus and the importance of using a vaccine to actually prevent a cancer. So when we think about cancer and we think about the future of cancer detection, and we do see that evolving, where are we going? Because not all cancers are screenable, if you will.
1: Right, 100%. And, and, you know... um... I'm a cancer survivor myself, and as a woman's health internist, I'm all about, you know, I practice preventing cancer and early detection of cancer for my patients. And what we both know, Dr. Shapiro, is that unfortunately, you know, we don't have great screening for all of the cancers out there. And in fact, as women, you know, you should know we screen for breast cancer, we screen for cervical cancer, we screen for colon cancer. There's also some screening for prostate and for lung but 71% of the cancer deaths out there are related to cancers that we don't screen for. And you and I know, Dr. Shapiro, as mm-hmm. practicing clinicians, that you know, it's tragic and terrible when we both have patients who we diagnose with late stage cancer who really had no symptoms and they come in and they have stage four.
0: And so if we, where- focus, on, if we focus on women, I'll interrupt you for a second. One of the things that patients always ask me, is there a blood test for ovarian cancer? And right. what about pancreatic? cancer? Should I be doing an ultrasound with our blood? You know, and it's, it is frustrating for sure.
1: Right. And, you know, we don't have guidelines supported validated screening for any of these, particularly the more rapidly growing tumors like pancreatic and ovarian, which are devastating. And for those of us, you know, who have a friend or a family member, or for me who diagnosed those patients, it's terrible. You, you know, as a physician, you want to do anything you can, you wish that you had diagnosed that early. And so the exciting thing is, and I am very exciting about this, is you know science, I can be very nerdy about science, right? There's been some incredible advances in this space in the science, which is really coming up with now being able to identify fragments of tumor cancer DNA in the bloodstream and really distinguish that from a person's individual DNA that's circulating in their bloodstream. And not only that, but through artificial intelligence, be able to use the pattern of DNA in those tumor fragments to be able to tell where it's coming from. So right now in the United States, there's the first commercially available test. It's been available for about 15 months that is able to detect these fragments of DNA in the bloodstream and tell a patient if they have no cancer signal detected or cancer signal detected pancreas, cancer signal detected ovarian. So it's a blood test Really, to help us move the needle on being able to identify these early, can- these aggressive cancers early at a stage where we can still treat them.
0: So that really is the way of the future, because I would imagine—well, never mind inequities across all these different countries, but even within the United States, which is the only place where it's commercially available. I'm available I live in Canada; we don't have this. Um, our European colleagues, our colleagues all over the world listening to this, the cost must, at the yes. present time, be prohibitive.
1: Yes, right. So in the United States right now, the cost is just under $1,000 for the blood test. It's not covered at all by insurance. And of course, you know, like we both know, that's prohibitive for the vast majority of people around the globe right now. The reason, despite that cost, that I'm still so excited about it right now is because like with genetic testing from 10 years ago when the cost was so high, with advances in science and improvement in technology and competition in the market, the price has come way down, and now genetic testing is much more widely available to large swaths of the globe compared to where it was 10 years ago. And I really believe that, again, right this minute, I don't think it's ready for global adoption because most of the world can't afford this, but um, it is the beginning of really exciting science that I believe as we move this forward, there's competition, the cost is going to come down, And I would predict that in the next 10 years, this is something that is much more widely available across the globe. And that we all are incorporating into as physicians into our screening um, in some way, be it a blood test that we're doing annually with your annual physical once the cost comes down. But the science is incredible and it is a very exciting time in medicine.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that you know it's very exciting that you brought this to us because had we had this conversation you know, a few decades ago, for example, when it came to cervical cancer, the notion of a vaccine if given early enough that could prevent cervical cancer was, oh, there are no vaccines to prevent cancer. But in fact, there is now a very effective vaccine to prevent multiple forms of HPV cancers. So this is the way of the future. It is exciting, not ready for prime time, but thank you for sharing this with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me.